0: Order using DoorDash today. Terms apply. All right, check, baby. I'm trying to get wet, man. That's one thing. You know, I'm trying to get wet. I notice I'm trying in the summer, I'm trying to get wet. And that was always a key deal for me as a child, you know. We had a fella that lived down the street from us, a little fella named Boogie you know, and uh, he was mixed, man, a little black, white, I mean, his daddy was white, and his, they pretended his mom was, his mom was, well, his daddy knocked up the woman that swept out the school bus, his daddy was our bus driver, Big Milford, and he didn't, you know, he didn't know a lot of the letters of the alphabet, and you'd, Sometimes you'd surprise him, you'd show him on a thing, you know, QRST, and he didn't, he just couldn't stand, he don't, he would kind of shut down, he just couldn't handle it. You know, he'd never been, uh, you know, he'd never been educationally succumbed to the truth. And anyway, but he drove the school bus and he eventually got laid off for uh, driving shirtless and driving uh, under the influence of alcohol and running the bus and and hitting um, stuff with the bus, trees and other stuff that you just can't do if you have children on board, you know. And uh, anyway, but so what happened, he, uh, he knocked up a lady that swept out the school bus and um, this was a black woman and he knocked her up and so they had a child but they pretended that the child was with him and his regular white wife. So it was just, you know, it was just a real Ferris wheel of, of sex and secrets and, and school busery type shit. You know, praise God, baby. Let's get into it. <laughs> This is Matthew Cosiol, Runs in the Family.
1: It's out of my hands and in my blood It's red in a letter and I can't pay up Blessed by the wicked, washed in the mud Can't save my soul, so let the valley flood
0: go right there that's matthew kazio runs in the family and we out here baby i'm out here like a damn uh like a dolphin in a damn uh at a gay spa baby we out here you know and i want to say shout out to everybody that's gay and that's being you know or you know, considering being gay, man, you guys are doing great and um you know, and I will comment as well one time, and I may have shared this one of the more one of the more kind of uh homoerotic type of atmospheres I've ever seen. I saw a you know a group of gay men throwing a frisbee together in a um hot tub and they were so close together they couldn't even you couldn't i mean there wasn't one of the guys two of the guys was too close together to even throw it they had he, he basically had to like put his arm straight and then hand it to the other hand it to the guy basically so it was like and i i i don't know i don't know honestly what that was about or what i'm really saying there but i just and i love hampton inn man god i love hampton inn man i just you know i love the they redid them about i want to say 12 years ago and they put these kind of black and white pictures on the inside of the elevator doors that are kind of welcoming and there's like a child on a swing or something and You know, there's a little baby eating a damn egg or something. And it just makes you feel good. And, you know, Hampton Inn, they got a... They have a concierge breakfast downstairs. And concierge breakfast is basically... I think it was... I don't know when it started, but... The whole thing started with uh, during war times they would somebody had to get up and make the breakfast of the colonel and they would make it quick it would be just kind of you know so he could dine and then dash and hit the field and that was concierge breakfast but uh, I don't know what war it could have been a a lot of wars I'm sure it wasn't one war, and I don't know why Hampton Inn took on a damn war feed. You know, why they adapted some of their feeding styles from war seems really kind of next level to me. But, you know, God does what He does. And, um, what else, man? Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about exactly. I uh, had some family come in town this weekend. We had a nice time. We I went skeet shooting. You know, I'm out here in the Central East and it, we there's not, you know, there's a lot of people shoot stuff around here. And it's not usually other people. You know, in big cities, people like to shoot kind of other people and in more rural areas, they like to shoot stuff, and so out here we went to some skeet shooting and uh and it was fun man I'd never done it. you know they loaded up a shotgun I'm out there um we went out to kid Rock's house actually, and he got i mean he lives in a beautiful trailer really it's a it's a trailer like you know, like you see the style they got, you know. It's nice, though. They have a nice, I think they have two couches in it. Um But off the back, they have this little man-made kind of lake. And he had a skeet firer right off the back. And so we're out there, man, and... uh and people showed me how to shoot ski, and next thing you know, I'm out there just Elmer fudding on them Mitch. And I'm upstairs, baby. If you want to know where I'm at on the winner's bracket, I'm upstairs. Okay? I'm
1: upstairs.
0: But that was enjoyable. What else? Um, I got some dang Azaleas. Uh And that's. It's interesting as a man. Something's going on with you as a man when you buy a few azaleas, I'm noticing. You know, and I don't know what's happening. I mean, it's. You know, I just. I got. I just. I bought 14 of them, and. You know, they just. There's. I have a yard and so I have to There's got to be something in it You can't just have a damn stale yard And there's nothing out there And I've thought about getting two goats But they don't uh, Some of the websites I'm reading about goats Says they're really loud So I I don't know if I want to deal with the Noise complaints and having cops come back there And then they see you know it's me and I'm just living by myself and I have 14 azaleas and two goats I mean damn you know I'm, I just don't know if that's kind of the kind of stuff that I want Uh, but yeah that was good man so that's you know that's what happened this week I'm trying to think of what else is going on not much man I'm just growing up you know I've been realizing that I'm growing up and Honestly, sometimes, man, I'm growing a little bit lonesome. You know, I grow a little bit lonesome. It's like I'm I'm at home sometimes and there's nobody there, you know, and I'm not complaining. I'm not, oh, woe is me, you know, like I'm just thinking about it. You know, when it's titty time of year, you know that. This is when the calendar breaks out them boingos, baby them front bags you know what i'm saying them freaking sternum worthers, baby you know what i'm saying them big caramels them nippled huskies you feel me tit time baby this is tit time because it's summer so this is when it's a good time to get out there and meet somebody so we'll see um Because, yeah, I start thinking about that next chapter of my life and what it would be like. You know, and get me a little offspring and get me a damn, you know, get a little bird or something or get a damn, you know, get me a couple living items. So when I come home, something yells or barks or shits or something, you know, I start thinking about it. Because one thing I realize is the, the 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 pattern that I'm in, it just gets it just gets old after a while. It's not bad, but it just kind of you start looking, you know, you wonder what else is there. Something else, and it's not to be found. I don't think in like worldly things, like in a vacation or a you know buy you some speakers for the car you know get you a couple 22's or something you know it's not um, it's not the kind of thing that's you can solve by getting 14 azaleas you know and I think it's figuring out how to be in a relationship and get into some real love where I can you know and get a little baby out of somebody, out of some woman's body. And be like that. Because it also starts getting weird when like all your friends have children that are, they're getting like older. And you're, it's like, it gets a little, you're like, who's that, you know, you just don't, at a certain point, you there's nobody left, there's the, you know, there's not as many people to even call or do as much with in some ways because everybody's moved on or adapted into different realms of life. So, you know, I think I've been thinking about that some. Uh, and then I start thinking about what it's going to take for me to get to a place like that, to get to be able to be. You know, in a serious relationship where I'm going to stay in it and be honest and, you know, not be, you know, running around or trying to play close frisbee with some woman, some strange woman at a Hampton Inn. You know what I'm saying? Because close frisbee is obviously a gateway drug, I feel like, possibly to homosexuality. Praise God, man. And shout out everybody that's gay. I think Gay Pride is coming up, actually. I saw a woman yesterday. She had a haircut, and she said uh, something about Gay Pride. She said, so, yeah, July, looks like. Well, hell, I don't know. Uh, March, I don't know. But that's something that's going on something else that's going on i'm drinking liquid death and you know it's a great it's a good drink people think it's a beer you see a child drinking it outside of a damn 7-eleven and you see the cops pull up and tase him you know and then they go over and it's just water you know tough kid thank god i want to tell you this i got tour dates and uh i'm getting excited i'm working on some new material so this is going to be this is going to be a joy man it's going to be starting in st louis Friday, September 17th, uh, that show sold out, and we've added one uh, on the 17th. Then we go to Cincinnati uh, on the 18th, um, and that looks like it's sold out. We may be adding another one there. We have Charlotte, then Durham, and we added a new show in Durham, Chattanooga, Knoxville, Tennessee, Wilmington, Delaware, wilkes Barre, PA minneapolis minnesota i'm grateful to be coming back there that one sold out so we added a new one uh charleston south carolina richmond virginia baltimore black maine they call it albany sold out we added one buffalo and columbus ohio that's sold out and we uh we have added one if not if it doesn't show added it'll show it this week so thank you guys for the support um you know, it's interesting, I, I I I even just look at the Chattanooga date, and uh, I remember the night after my, you know, I have a comedy special that's out there on Netflix, and after I had done the comedy special, my first shows were in Chattanooga, and, uh, and so I'm excited, you know, I'm thinking, this is it, we did it, you know, I'm on Netflix, and we did it. And uh, and we made it. And I get to the car, I get to the venue. And I want to say I'd gotten in a night before. I don't remember, but I get over to the venue that day. And uh, I did. I got in the night before because I went to radio in the morning. And I got over to the venue, and and there was probably seven people there. And I was like, damn. It just, you know, the comedy special just didn't move the needle. They didn't put it in a circulation on the site. And, you know, there was some uh, doxers, people that came out, that kind of stuff, but um, online, but it just didn't do it. And so, man, that was a tough weekend. Because, and also the stage was really high from the audience. So the audience, it was like, 10 feet down off the stage and it almost is almost i felt like they were trapped like i was telling jokes to people that were waiting for fire and rescue it was like you know and then you know and uh, and uh i'm upstairs and i literally was upstairs i mean i was like way high up compared to these people at one point i wanted to throw a rope down i just felt very obtuse you know what was going on there and um So anyway, so I'm excited about all those dates, theovon.com slash tour. You can get tickets because now we're playing at a theater and I think we already have sold it out maybe almost in Chattanooga. And so, I mean, it's just a blessing. You know, it's a thousand or something. People or 50. I don't even know what it is, but it's, um, man. And that's the power of this podcast, man. And uh, I want to thank you guys so much, you know, uh, you know, for just for making me the opportunity and I promise I'm going to bring the best stuff that I can to you and we're going to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like four fellas in a damn Hampton It's like four Frisbee fellas in a Hampton Inn. Spa, baby. Four Frisbee fellas in a Hampton Inn. Hot tub. Let's go. And then one of the guys said to the other, he's like, you guys go on that side. I was like, there's no sides, bro. There's no Sides. In a Hampton Inn hot tub, cat daddy. Praise God, man. You know, and um, and we've all. I'm trying to think of everybody. I wonder when the first time you ever ran, you know, met someone who was gay, or if you realize maybe if you could have been that person. <laughs> you know, when I was young, there was a lot of rumored gay men. They didn't have gay women when I was young. I don't think. But they had game in, and uh, there was one fella, and he had, I don't know if he'd been hit by, but I don't know what happened to him. Something happened to him. He was born without a heart or something. I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. He had autism or something. and uh, And his mom, he was probably 40 when I met him. And he, he, he would ride one of those bicycles that had the child seat on the back, that baby seat. That little scoop and score, baby, that little, you know, looked like part of a bucket on the back, and that's where the baby would sit. And that man would drive around town on that bike all the time. And somebody said that the baby seat was a, he had a husband. They used to sit back there and like a little husband because it was a woman's bike it was remember moms used to have this bike where now the kid's in like this little thing and it's got like these roll bars and like you know now the kid whatever you know the kid don't have a chance of getting hurt but when i was young you had you sat in the back behind mom you know just you were in the bite the baby the baby the bite the the the, the, uh, uh you were you know you were downstairs, you know what I'm saying? You was downstairs, man. You was behind mom, just bouncing back there, Bird shitting on you, you know? Didn't even matter. He could be back there smoking. Mom had no idea. She could, It was impossible for mom to even see you. So you were just back there, you know? And so he was on the front of the woman's bike, and the back was a baby seat. And it had, um. and people said that the man had a little husband that had left him. And so, as a child, that was just you know the rumor in our town that this dude or this gentleman really, or you know this guy he uh he'd had a little husband that left him and it and it broke his heart or something and so but really, later on, I realized the man was mentally ill, and that he just He'd been born I want to say he was born that way. Also, he could have been hit by a, a vehicle, but he it was either nature or nurture. You know, and God bless him. And but the the rumor was that the man was a gay man when I was young. And so it's just interesting how you first hear about uh gay men or see a first gay man or get an idea about it. You know, it's just really fascinating how that comes into people's lives. Uh that aren't gay, sure, well, even if you are gay, sure you still have a certain moment where it's like, oh, this is, you know, this is something that's going on, so. But, anyway, what else do we have, man? Um, you know, I want to thank you guys, yeah. I want to thank you guys for this tour. Some places is already selling, and I'm excited about it, and I'm going to grasp onto a name soon. We had a couple of names that came in. And I want to listen to a few more that came in from, from somebody. And thank you uh, in advance. Here we go.
2: Hey, what's up, Theo? Or, or Nick. I mean, probably Nick listen to this. But um, I know I've called several times. My name's Chris, man. I live in uh, Houston from uh, from Baton Rouge. But I just wanted to say that I think it'd be a really cool name for your special to call it uh, Lesbianist. Cause I know you drop that a lot on your pod, and you usually make some pretty awesome points uh, when after you say that.
0: Well, thanks, Chris, man. I appreciate it. that's a nice one, man. Let's be honest, man. Cause you try to be. You know, you try to be honest. The battle to be honest, it's easy, but man, it's there's some tempting little tributaries. Skirting off the river of truth, isn't there? Man. There's some lascivious, licorice, liquid alleyways just leaking off that river of truth, man. Uh, let's be honest. I like that one, man. I really like that one. Um, And let's take one more that came in, one more suggestion.
3: What up, deal? I just listened to the most recent episode and I heard some of the suggestions for your tour name. I was thinking, bro, why not the Get That Hitter Tour? You know, get that hitter, get that sitter, come on out, come to the show.
0: Oh, gang, get that hitter, get that sitter. Now, that's a real little vibe right there. That's a real tempting deal, what you're saying, bud. That's called a tempting deal when somebody says something and... And you feel tempted by it. That's a tempting deal. And if you and I were in a hot tub, I'd throw you to Frisbee on that one, both of you guys. I thought about the be good tour yourself, but that's kind of too much of a play on words. I've been thinking about it. I've also been waiting for when I'm on stage for something to strike me. But I like, let's be honest, I like get that hitter. Um, and I appreciate it, man. appreciate you guys caring enough to even submit him, man. I appreciate that. You know, a lot of beautiful stuff came in uh, for this episode. We'll get into some of it, um, and I'm going to play. This is a video question that came in first from someone. Uh, here we go, Derek from Battleground, Washington. Uh. What's up, Derek from Uh I never been up there. Washington is interesting because you're over by the coast. You get Seattle. You get Tacoma. And then, after that, it's anybody's ball game. You know, it's basically like, I mean, it's a lot of people making homemade furniture out of hemp and uh, and watching animals mate if you go east of there. And, and both of those are, you know, legitimate practices. So praise brother onward. I say I love your podcast, love what you're doing over there. And, uh, I had a quick question for you, uh, some of my family members doing, doing this thing where they, uh, take saunas together. It's usually all grown men. They all have wives. They do, they take them nude. Nude saunas, and, uh, you know, I'm not really into that kind of stuff, but I just want to get your thoughts on it. If you'd ever do it, or ever th- heard of it, or thought of doing it. You know? But, yeah, anyways, gang gang. Gang, brother, and, um... You know, I'm sorry your family's going through that and that you're having a, you know, call for, you know, help about that. And thank you. Um, you know, going to saunas and doing steams, it's just so ironic this call came in because of what I was talking about earlier at that Hampton Inn. And that's one time, some ways... uh. Gay men are less inhibited. They're almost really the Native Americans of our time in some ways. And no offense if anybody's Native American. You guys are the original Native Americans. But then it goes really almost to aggressive gay men. Because with sunburn. Because you. They will do a lot of male stuff that's kind of bonding. And a long time ago, if you look on a lot of hieroglyphs, you know, or, you know, if you look in, you know, history books, a lot of Native Americans would do saunas. They would do steam huts and get in there and smoke each They would just be high as fuck and as many rocks as you can get in there. And people's just damn just feeling that warm geology just cook them to the bone. Shout out Bryce Mitchell, and you, you just and they would do that together, and they would encourage each other. You know, Ronnie or Kunta or dang, you know, uh, wiffle ball or you know, Sitting River, the different, you know, and I'm I'm pulling from all different walks of life here, but they're everybody would encourage each other to stay in there and bear the heat and bear the the the, the pain. And then they would leave, you know, and they, but they'd have gone through something together. And there's, there's, there's some real strong value in that. There's some metamorphosis in a way that, that I don't know if we get anymore. We, our souls these days, sometimes I feel like our soul is just, out of the ocean and it's just it's got stuck on the beach. Especially here in America, you know, and I'm obviously, you know, I'm I'm talking as a white or semi white. From a first world country. But. And I don't, you know, and maybe some of this is just more later in my life as I've, you know, I've, I've come into more opportunity and a little more wealth later recently. And, uh, but, yeah, I don't know. There's something there's about being in the ocean, about being in the storm, just being weathered and going through things, you know? Um, and then, uh, cause it does something to your soul. You know, I really feel like it does, you know, time. When you take your soul and add time and you add, You know, you just add a, you know, you need a weather report. You can't just have it just be the beach. You know, we're not challenging our, we don't have that internal challenge. You know, we don't have that, that struggle that's, that's on us. You know, we don't have that turmoil that makes us into treasure. Or shows us what our we don't we're not this there's, there's less revealed to our spirit when we're in comfort. And uh. But yeah, I mean, it's a little weird if your family's getting together in an empty above-ground pool and just having sandwiches and shit, you know, and drinking cold water. I mean, that shit, that's probably. Some of that stuff, honestly, Derek, could be uh, drug-induced. And, you know, I grew up around a lot of that over there and over McGee Street over in Covington, Louisiana, they had about seven houses down from us, they had a, uh above-ground pool. And men would meet up in over there at night or in the daytime when it was cool out and put some chairs in it and stuff, and they would do drugs and drink cold water and shit like that and it was almost you know i'm not going to say that they got into homosexuality but they considered it i'm sure and probably got into it so it's you know it's just that kind of you know it's it's hit or miss out there with some of these saunas but but there's a lot of gay men or they know they are they spend a lot of male bonding time doing stuff like saunas ice baths and things like that where you are where it used to be a lot more tribal where you would show your body you know and one time you know a buddy of mine and he was a you know a nice cool guy and urban gentleman and he you know he had that hawk on him baby he had that body lumber baby that wiener and uh he walked in front of a group of our friends naked to go into the showers. And I was still, like, over by, like, the kind of the locker area and stuff like that. And so I, 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 I was like, dang, well, I got to – I can't walk in, like, all clothed and then take my clothes off in the shower. I'm going to be such a wimp. So I'm like, I got to get naked here and then walk in front of all the guys to get over there, you know, and just be cool about it and be casual. But my penis was definitely doing that Punxsutawney fill. You know, this thing had seen its shadow. This thing, I don't know what it was doing. It was almost like it had, you know, it was almost it seemed like I didn't even have a penis. And so I'm literally trying to fl- get my penis at least enough so when I walk by the guys, they don't look and see I don't have any penis. That's not, you know, you can't do that around your buddies at like an incremental age. This was... This was socially incremental, and uh, you can't do that. You know, I needed to stay on the staircase moving upward socially. You know, I needed to get upstairs, and um, and so I, dude, I literally was just. I remember I had a wallet, I was kind of trying to whip my wiener against the side of my wall. I was doing anything to get my body to really enjoy some blood flow, and finally, man, I got. I don't know. I probably got damn nine thimbles of blood into my wiener and I just said this is the best I'ma do. And so I had to scoot then I scooted in front of people and I moved pretty fast. And I even think I walked sideways so they would just see my my derriere, baby. That French ass. Um but thank you, Derek, for for sharing that. And you know, I think there's two ways to look at it. One is that it could be, you know, leading it could be a slippery slope for drug use or it could be you know you guys getting real primal you know and next thing you guys are doing is burning each other with coals and doing tattoos on each other and out there wim hoffing up near each other's ass cheeks baby praise god brother and i love you all right man oh i want to tell you about this and you know it and you should know it man um that today's episode is brought to you by none other than ShipStation. You know, a lot of businesses, they don't they make stuff and they don't know how to get rid of it. Some of you'll drive past a business, a man will be out there with a bunch of slinkies or something. Just his hand in the air. And that man's not doing well because he doesn't know about Ship Station. If you started your own online store, you're doing what you love. You're selling products that people want and orders are coming in. Now that's the hard part. Shipping the products out. Luckily, ShipStation makes that easy. With ShipStation, it's simple to import, manage, and ship your orders out fast for a lot less money. There's a lot of high dollar places you could go ship it. You know, uh, what's the one where you It costs damn $60 to send somebody $40. Western Unions, them assholes. ShipStation is the number one shipping software. Import orders from any sales channel, ship with any carrier, and automate just about any shipping task. No matter if you're selling on Amazon, Etsy, or your own website, ShipStation funnels all your orders into one simple interface you can access from your computer or your cell phone. You even get access to amazing discounts with major carriers including USPS, FedEx, and UPS. Yep, just use our offer code, Theo, to get a 60-day free trial. Yep, that's two months of free, no hassle, stress-free shipping. Just go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in T-H-E-O. That's ShipStation.com, enter offer code, Theo. Make ship happen. You know, some mattresses, you get them and they don't, they don't do it for you. Every now and then you'll see a mattress pulled out to the curb, some little orphan, some little damn rectangle rest orphan out there. But what can help is getting you a mattress that contours to your body, that, that holds you. If you don't have a woman, or somebody to love to hold you at night helix can help if you can't sleep because of politics pandemics or any other drama that's going on out there so maybe somebody threw a frisbee too fast at you today i'm hampton in bath bath house sleeping on a terrible mattress uh-uh not anymore you got to upgrade to Helix. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to your perfect mattress. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? That's a great point. You ever go get in your fat daddy's bed and you can't even get out of it? Remember that? You Remember when you was young, you'd go over to some fellow's house and he had a fat daddy? And no offense anybody, but... And you get in their bed, you couldn't even damn get out of it. Because the thing just cave in in the middle. The sides of the mattress hitting you in the head. You can't even... You don't even know where you are. Everybody's unique, and Helix knows that. So you have several different mattress models to choose from. Soft, medium, and firm. Great for cooling you down if you sleep hot. You know, I had a fellow I used to work on a farm, and he used to... uh after it rained, he would lay out, he would take his shirt off and lay on the cement. Like a reptile, baby. Take the Helix quiz, figure it out. And no. Take the Helix quiz. And they'll tell you what you like, how what fits with your style. And then they can deliver it to you. Go to helixsleep.com slash Theo. That's dot com slash Theo. Theo, Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They're offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Theo. That's helixsleep.com slash Theo for up to $200 off and two free pillows. And hey, nothing to help you get a woman or, or, or a man over there if you love men than uh, an extra pillow. That's a good pickup line. Hey, you know, I got an extra pillow. So there you go. Oh, man. What else? The world's things are getting back to busy. You know, it's interesting, I feel. I'm curious how the next year is going to be. You know, I feel like a lot of the fabric of our society really kind of has been really uh, denigrated over over time, over the pandemic. You know, it used to be that, you know, you had the week and it meant something and the month and the holidays and, you know. But now it's, I feel like, you know, it's all, time doesn't mean as much, it's just, it's all confusing still. There's all, there's still all this, it feels like a Rubik's cube out there. You know, and you also, have talked about it before, but they had a lot of like, you know, you had a lot of political and social commentary and disruption and unrest and uh, adjustment. And you had a lot of history that some people said shouldn't be history and that, you know, that kind of stuff affects places and people and communities. And something you once prided or thought was a part of your youth or your childhood or memories, and now when people say it doesn't mean anything or or that's not realistic or that doesn't fit with what I think or they think or you think or whatever, you know, whoever thinks then it adjusts, uh, I don't know, it just adjusts some of the tapestry. So I'm intrigued, man. I'm intrigued and I'm, I'm hopeful, though. That's all we can be is hopeful, man, and that's where I'm going to stay. And that is the fight that I'm in, I notice, for myself is to stay hopeful you know, cause I get angry pretty easy. Um so just trying to say some of that out loud. Uh, but anyway, not to get in a downerness. Here's an upper. We got this video came in right here. Let's see it.
4: Hey Theo Vaughn, what's up, gang gang? You asked for your you asked for a couple wins. And well, we just got married. So there's a win. Uh, This is Sarah, my wonderful wife. Uh, And I'm Austin. We live in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So, hey, when you come in October, we're going to, I'm going to try to see you. (laughs) Honestly.
0: Well, you should bring Sarah, man. This is your wife.
4: She's not really much of a fan. (laughs) And she married me. So obviously she has bad taste.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But hey. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Austin and Sarah. That's his wife. And they might be on, I don't know if they're Amish, but they, they look like out kind of uh, woodworker types, you know, beautiful. And uh, congratulations, man, that is a good win, baby. Feeling that love and making that choice. And you got to base them eggs, daddy, you got to get out there and get that nuptial rocking. You know, you need to play some close frisbee, you feel me? Get up at that Hampton Inn with your lady and play that close close frisbee with them ovules, baby, and get that little bambino, son. Praise God, dude. Shout out everybody. Congratulations, Austin. That is a win. We had some other wins that got sent in, man, and and this is a good time to get into some of them. Uh, These things make me feel exciting, and and we got to celebrate these things. You know, and we have to do it for ourselves, man. I need to celebrate. You know, I, I need to celebrate and be you know grateful and excited and excited man you know because that's what life is just these little things you know it's the little things where you feel like you gain some ground where you put a stake in the ground for yourself so i'm happy to be reminded of that uh let's hear a couple of a couple wins that came in right here man
3: what's up theo this is jarrett from the great state of texas
0: what's up big jarrett and Jarrett has always been an interesting name, one if it ends in a T, Jarrett. Because Jared, you know, I get you know, you understand that that's going to be a name when you're growing up, and then they hit you with Jarrett, and that's, you know, it just doesn't land as well sometimes. But God bless you, brother, and I'm happy you're you're alive.
3: And last podcast, you wanted people to call in who are winning, who are getting some dubs. I just want to let you know after, you know, I've taken a lot of L's in my days, and I'm still pretty young, but just want to let everybody know, I hope you're winning in my win recently. It's actually this weekend. I'm finally graduating after six years uh, from the great school called Tarleton State University uh, uh, with my mechanical engineering degree.
0: There you go, baby, Tarleton, and that fellow graduated from Tarleton, and I'm sure they probably have a Quidditch team over there at Tarleton and, and I, I you know it's uh congratulations man I'm glad that you're graduating. I do believe uh, that Tarleton is misspelled and I don't know if it's supposed to be something else it was supposed to be Carlton or Charleston or something else something but the uh but Tarleton Tarleton isn't anything but but that doesn't matter. You went there and you beat them, baby. You, you freaking beat that Bowser, dog. And that's what happens and that's what happened to you. So praise, baby. Congratulations, man. Let's hear more.
2: What up, Theo? My name's Sam. Uh, I was listening to the episode about wins. And uh, you. I just graduated college, so I, I'm winning right now. I'm high All on right. life. And I'm, I'm just so excited to be alive. I love what you do. Love listening to you. You just said Colin was a win, and I'm just I feel like a winner right now.
0: You are one, Sam. Congratulations. And it is graduation time. You are one Sam. You sound like a winner too. And you sound that you sound good and and uh and I'm glad you're doing well. You know, I remember dude, graduating is so wild. Cause you're about to go out into the You know, graduating is that we, you know, the whole life you've been petting the dog, and finally you see, you know, graduating is that moment when you finally look around that back leg, and you see that dog's ass or that junk, that body junk, you know, that back jaw, baby. You see what that dog, you know, you see or the, you know, wean or whatever's back there, and it's just a revealing time because you're like, well, now what do I do? where what's remember that remember that moment take these glasses off remember that moment in college man when you got done with college and you're like well now what there's no more home or there's no more class there's no more you know and now it's just you, if you're still living in the college town, it's just like you got to make decision where do i go what do i do that was always wild, man. Let's hear a couple more that came in. Uh, here we go.
3: Hey, Theo. What's up, man? This is Josh. I'm originally from Homa, Louisiana.
0: What's up, Josh? Out there in Homa. And Homa, you know, that's a good place to... Uh, do. you'll wake up and find a damn pearl under your tongue, man. That's real. That's seafood capital. Homa. that's really... That's a seafood belt, son. You might have to devein your cousin over there. That's the real seafood belt. Onward.
3: Living in Lafayette, man. Down here, down in the the boat. The the gutter south, like we like to call it. Uh, A couple weeks ago, man, you asked about putting some wins on the board. I just recently found out that I have degenerative disc disease. I'm 34 years young, uh, and it's only going to get worse. A lot of my, a few of my discs and my sacral spine never fully developed, so my l spine's being a little bitch,
0: oh gang, man, I'm sorry about that, man. yeah, the spine is the real you know it's that real information super highway, baby that's a space bar, you know, and it's a real it's a real hotbed of information and capability and I've had part of my disc taken out L5-S1, dude. I don't know where they took it, you know, and I don't, I don't even have the paperwork still to know the man that did it. But uh, but anyway, man, I, I just I feel for you, baby, to have that stem issue, you know, to really because you want to stay in the forest, daddy, you know, because you get too stemmed up or stemmed out. You'll be a damn potted plant, brother. But praise God, baby, plants grow plentiful down there in uh, southern Louisiana. Let's hear more.
3: And uh, got a couple herniated, a couple bulging. Uh, but I found a win, man. I was doing uh, hard labor for a long time in my life, all field retail. Uh, thankfully, man, this, this architectural company gave me a shot, brother. So that way I'm able to still work and not have to be uh, disabled or anything like that. So Amen. just trying to stay with emotions and stay positive, man. So that's that's my win.
0: Gang, baby, I love that, man. And thank you for sharing that message with me. I, I I I needed to hear that. Yeah, man. If they architectural engineer shit, they might build you a damn new spine, bro. Do not put it past these people. You know, you might. Uh, you you know what I'm saying? They could do it all. Who knows how capable they are? So I'd love to see you out there with a damn that cedar back strap. You know just see you out there with a damn uh cane pole uh centerpiece that's what you know I could see you having that so and I love the fact that you're not just giving up man you're gonna stay in the ring you know there's a lot to be said for that man and that is a win baby gang thank you for sharing that man and I love you bro and uh and yeah if you could do that man we could do a lot you know, we could do a lot, bro. And I don't mean you and me, bro. I'm not trying to... I, I, dude, I like women, but I'm just saying that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's inspirational, man. You know. It's inspirational, your attitude of not wanting to give up, not wanting to take the easy way. Because um, it's hard to do. It's hard to do, man. We got one more. One more win came in. Let's get it.
1: Hey, Theo. This is uh, this is Dan from uh, Chicago. Um, I just... Wanted to, uh, tell you and your listeners, um, a, a great thing I had happen is that, uh, my, my son, I, I see him every weekend and, um, it, I always wonder if he's, you know, thinking about me or not. And, uh, his mother and I, we don't get along that well. Um, but yeah, like last night, he, uh, he called me from his mom's phone and, uh, it, it absolutely was amazing cuz i didn't know like yeah i mean he's only 6 i didn't know if uh when we're not together if he's thinking about me or not
3: and uh
1: he called me just to see what i was doing and um it was it was amazing like it uh, just rejuvenated me um but anyway man uh i just I wanted to see like if you uh if you're you know connected to your nieces and nephews and uh you know if they just call you to let you know they're thinking about
0: you well thanks dan that's a r that 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 that's a great uh win right there man I can imagine that and and i I just appreciate you sharing this moment because yeah you know you don't think about that as um I, it's, I appreciate you sharing that because, yeah, you wonder or I could imagine wondering, yeah, does my kid think about me like, you know, obviously you think about him. That's the child and that's your job and that's your instinct. But does he yeah, like what is he? And then, yeah, to have kind of like a little breakthrough moment where he's probably just getting a little bit more social in his world and his world is growing a little bit. Learning how to use a phone, probably. Um, And then, man, that he wants to call you and see how you're doing, man, that's cool. Man, that's awesome. You know, I'd give anything to call my dad and see how he's doing. You know, uh, so that's powerful. I bet that was a really powerful moment, you know, because then now you're part of like a friendship. Now you're part of a team. You know, there's just so much in that, man. There's so much in people calling to check in on people or or when you feel like people don't care. or not. And I'm not saying your son didn't care, but when you don't know if people care. And they show you that they do. Man, that is so powerful. You know, I've had a couple moments like that in my life. One time I had an ex-girlfriend, beautiful young lady. And I think she may have been the prettiest girl in New Orleans, man. I, and I don't know what she ever liked about me, but but I, I was pretty lucky to bother her for a couple years, and uh, she um, and not that I wasn't kind of a neat guy, but also was not a good boyfriend. So that's why I'm saying that I'm not speaking down on myself, but, but uh anyway, she threw a surprise party for me one time, and I just didn't see it coming. You know, and for somebody like me who likes to, you know, have everything kind of be in control and know what's going to happen. So there's no surprises. So I don't get, you know, so I can manage everything. Man, that, 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 was, that was awesome. That was a beautiful thing like that that, that, that happened. Uh, and then on here a couple times I've had moments where people, they let you know that, it, that, that, that they care and it gets through and you feel it you know but I can imagine that man your son you know and in the back of your head you're like well god I'm take, you know I take care of him and of course I love him and he's my fan but does, does he have any fucking you know is he ever just kind of sitting around his job I don't know if he has a job or not but and you know being like oh what are my pops up to so that's cool man it's cool, and I think a long time ago, we used to see that people would care more because we were in, like, groups, we were in tribes or whatever, you know. And so you were in smaller units. You would just, you see your, you know, everybody was raising everybody. You were in, like, these kind of smaller groups, and so you constantly saw, got affirmation that the people around you were supporting you. So, and and thought of you as part of the group, um and uh and there was more connection. So that's a beautiful moment, man. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that, man. That's definitely a win. Uh what else? We had some wild stuff that came in. Um and we got slap boxing at a Popeye's, which is really I mean, I, Popeye's should easily go into a uh some sort of a UFC, you know? Um, or UCF ultimate chicken fighting. And it's just people straight up beating and giving birth out there in, 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 the, uh, in the bathroom stalls there. Um, but we got, uh, we got a couple of good things that came in, man. I'm going um, to rattle off these things to you as well today. I want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Super Speciosa and Kratom. Now, I work on a podcast called King and the Sting with Brendan and Chins, and they do Kratom. And they seem delightful and they seem uh, zealous, full of zeal, zeal. You know, super speciosa offers only one ingredient in their kratom, and that's pure kratom leaf. It helps boost energy, relieve stress, enhance mood, relieve aches and pains. That's right. If maybe you was in a, you know, maybe a car accident or, you know, somebody was really mean to you. Kratom could help. If you're trying to get into a really tight Halloween costume, you don't think you can get in there. Maybe get you a couple nodules of Kratom first. 100% satisfaction or your money back. Kratom is also used as a pre-workout. Try Kratom and get 20% off your entire order. Go to GetSuperLeaf.com slash Theo and use promo code Theo for 20% off your entire order. That's right, go to getsuperleaf.com slash Theo and use promo code Theo for 20% off your entire order. If you're feeling good, if you want that, 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 that lift, that excitement, that enticement inside of you, if you want the, 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 the world to dangle that carrot in front of you, that carrot is Kratom. It can keep you going, keep you motivated, Um, if you, uh, have struggled with addiction, you may want to check with your sponsor first. Um, you know, and you may want to check with yourself first and make an educated guess as to if this is something that, uh, would affect your sobriety as well. But go to getsuperleaf.com slash Theo, promo code Theo for 20% off your entire order. If Kratom is right for you, you make your choices. Breaking news. I got to tell you that, um, you know, they're trimming everybody's doing their, trimming their drink And getting their body trimmed up and tightening that, that crotch and being, you know, everybody wants that V-neck. That hair V-neck above their wiener. And who can help you do that is Manscaped. The scariest thing you can show to some woman is an unkempt penis and ass, baby, P&A. Sorry, butt and wiener manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they successfully created the lawnmower 4.0 okay it's a 4.0 trimmer which is now available for purchase in the usa and canada they sent me one i haven't used it yet i'm very excited i've already i recently trimmed myself up with the with the 2.0 so I'm, i can't even imagine what this new thing is going to be like i mean my penis is going to look damn four years old the new trimmer was just released only moments ago. Join over two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with his exclusive offer. Twenty percent off and free worldwide shipping by going to manscaped.com slash T H E O. That's 20% off and free worldwide shipping by going to manscaped.com slash Theo. You know, you wanna you want to put that V-neck. If you don't go to the gym, at least shave hair muscle in the or above your above your peen and your booty. You can do it. It has wireless charging. New wireless charging system uses electromagnetic induction which can help the battery length last longer. There's nothing worse when that thing starts and you're only halfway through trimming your jank and it gets caught on two hairs and you're like I'm downstairs. Twenty percent off from free worldwide shipping. Go to manscaped.com slash Theo. All right, let's take another couple calls. It came in. Uh, here we go.
4: Hey Theo, my name is Brandon. I'm out here in Oregon that uh far far west coast, you feel me?
0: Oh yeah, Oregon, man. And um and Oregon is uh It's a good place for... They got a lot of tree sap up there and a lot of people playing by the rules and not playing by the rules. Let's hear more.
4: I was just listening to you talk about uh, the struggles of ego and the sort of battles we have within ourselves. I was curious, how do you find yourself sort of getting... I mean, do you ever find yourself getting sort of lost in the character of Theo? Uh, We all kind of walk around in these masks we call identity and it's really easy to confuse that with our true selves. So I guess I was just kind of wondering how do you yourself get back to that baseline of who you really are before ego and self-identity um i hope that makes
0: sense uh much
4: love gang brother
0: gang brandon thank you man that's a good that's a good question you know how do we get through yeah how do we get you know I, i think we all i noticed that who i am evolves that's one thing i notice and sometimes, man, I be, I, I, sometimes I feel like I was happier in a previous skin. You know, um, even just in the past few years of my life, I felt a lot more connected uh, to myself a few years ago. Um, you know, and I don't know what happened. I mean, so, you know, things that happened in my life where, you know, my life got a little busier with work uh i made a little bit more money um what else uh i got, i started to get more things you know um and so i think maybe stuff like that like or, or just more access maybe expectations um you know and that's been tricky it's been tough to monitor my ego you know I never used to really think I had an ego and then over the past years I've definitely feel more like I do and I and and it's a ego is just I hate it man you know I hate feeling like I'm better than somebody or because all it does is separate me and now in some instances you need your ego because it keeps you safe. It keeps you, you know, if you can't swim, your ego might just say, Hey man, we can't swim. You know, and that that could keep you living, but uh but I feel like uh and the craziest thing is once you right when you start to kind of live within a certain comfortability of yourself, it kind of changes. And that's the weirdest thing about life. You know, I find that once I'm right when I'm getting a little close to myself, I I, I run off. You know, from myself, I mean, I, uh, I'm i the one looking for myself and I'm, and I'm the one hiding. And right when I kind of get a hold of myself and right when I'm just close enough of to myself to just hand myself that Frisbee and that Hampton Inn spa tub. I I go underwater or I disappear, you know, or I evolve. It's just, I don't know, more and more I realize that this, whatever the body is and all of this is just some shell that we're living in. You know, this is just some... Carrier for the spirit that's inside of us, which is this thing that's actually doing some evolving. Um, I don't know. I know that doesn't answer a lot of question, but uh, and do I ever get caught up in being the character myself? I used to feel like myself, and now I think the thing that's made me feel less like myself is work you know it's kind of weird when your dreams become your business because i don't like business you know i don't like it it's sneaky and it's i feel like it's i feel like it's selfish um now that doesn't mean i'm going to stop doing business uh you know it's re- I, I I don't know if I'm strong enough to separate myself from the systems that we have that you know that run this kind of like the world that we're in and stuff I don't I don't know if I'm strong enough to separate myself from them but I used to feel a lot more like myself a few years ago uh and I'm hoping that more of me comes back around you know I felt more angry I felt more agitated. Uh, which is interesting because, you know, uh, uh, you would think it would be the other way around, um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know if I ever knew what was going to make me happy, and I just kind of expected that if I got you know, somewhat popular or achieved some success. That's actually a better word is success. Or what I deemed as success. We all can create our own successes. I never really chose mine. I kind of just let the world say, oh, these things make you successful. You know, uh, obtaining things or getting, getting wealthier or getting uh, popularity. I never really kind of wrote down what some of my own successes were, my goals and stuff. So I was just kind of achieving the status quo. Uh, And so I'm not shocked sometimes that I'm left with the status quo reality that those things don't really make you happy and that there's a lot more to it than that. But I guess in some ways I'm also grateful that there's more to it because it still gives me somewhere to go uh, to find some peace. And uh, I'm not saying that I'm not I don't have peace. I'm just saying, you know, I want to feel I want to always feel good if I can. I know it's impossible, but I want to get close to that, you know, or always be kind of learning about myself Um so I don't know if I'm answering some of this question or not but I used to feel a lot closer to myself this is the first time in my life that I've felt really separate from myself so I think part of me is just trying to figure out what's making me feel that way Um, which is one of the reasons I've been on somewhat of a search for that sort of thing Uh, you know sometimes I I think I want to I don't know and then also you put a lot of yourself out there with podcasting and comedy and sharing and then sometimes there's not that it's not that there's not much left but there's I don't know it's interesting man you know I remember going to China once and a woman didn't want me to take her picture and she said because it captured part of you and that once that happened, you couldn't get that part of you back. And I wonder, you know, I wonder if one day we'll see that all this capturing of ourselves and of each other that we're doing, that it like de-erodes uh, de- us or erodes us at some level that we don't know yet. you know i would bet there's some truth to that cuz the chinese man they you know good and well dude they'll make a damn soup out of anything you know and so they know a lot of uh ingredients to the overall recipe i bet um but uh thank you for the for for, for the question and let's get um you, you know let's get we got a single mom nomination that came in this would be a sweet way to end out this episode and I wanna thank everybody for being a part of this podcast. Thank you to our Patreon. Um, we have a very small Patreon, but they are mighty and uh, and it allows us to do fun things like this. So uh, here's the nomination that came in. Ooh, they got a horse in it.
5: Hey, Theo. <laughs> my name's Emily and I live in Richmond, Texas. This is my horse, Annie. Isn't she cute? She's having her dinner. <laughs> She's like, fuck off. Um, Anyways, I'm doing um, the single mom submission. I'd like to nominate my sister Ashley. She lives in Vancouver, Canada. Um, that's where I'm from originally, and she has three kids. She's a single mom. The dad kind of dropped the ball, and he does. He hasn't worked in like five years, and doesn't really see them very often. So she does everything, takes care of them, and takes them to their, you know, sports and everything. Um, And she works as a nurse uh, with like old people with like dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff, which is not an easy job. Uh, So uh, yeah, I think she's really deserving of it. So that would be awesome if you could call her and help her out. Um, Anyways, I love your podcast. I listen to it every week and it makes me laugh. So you're the best, Theo. All right, gang gang.
0: You know what? Thank you, Emily, so much for that. And we would love to uh, to reach out to Ashley and do something uh, and do something sweet for them. So let's see if we can't give her a buzz right now. Hey, Ashley. Hello. Hey, how are you?
6: I'm good. You must be my mystery phone call today.
0: <laughs> I am. Is that a you have a child with you? Yes. Yeah. Hey, what's up? Um, no, I uh my name's Theo. I uh work on a podcast. You you have a sister that is a horse owner? I do. Okay. Yeah. Well, we just do a thing on our podcast where like listeners will submit um it's just for single moms and she'll, people will submit a single mom or somebody that they really care about and then uh we just kind of reach out and uh we just wanted to send you 750 bucks to go do something fun with the kiddos uh this summer. Are you serious? Yep. That's
6: crazy. That's it. Oh goodness, that's so nice.
0: <laughs> well, you're welcome. Oh, uh, yeah, your sister must really care Thank about you. Good. Are you guys pretty close? You and your sister?
6: Well, we are, but she's she's afar. Oh, my son is there. What oh, player? <laughs> um, we're pretty far apart, and we haven't seen each other for a while, obviously due to COVID, yeah. and. But yes, we are we are close. Mm-hmm. We just aren't close in distance right now.
0: Oh, I see. Nice. Well, yeah. she has a nice horse. Did you see that horse that she has?
6: Yeah, it's Annie. That's I Annie. Rode it a long time ago.
0: <laughs> oh, your daughter rode it.
6: Yeah.
0: Oh, dang! Y'all are lucky.
6: <laughs>
0: I would like to ride on something like that, but. um where are you From. Where am I from? Yeah. I'm from Louisiana, but I live right now in Los Angeles and Nashville, so. Oh, cool. I'm kind of just what just trying to just be alive really. But um so <laughs> where do you work at? You're a nurse she said.
6: I am a nurse. I work in uh long-term care in a special care dementia unit.
0: No, dementia's crazy, huh?
6: Yeah, it's good times.
0: <laughs> what is something about dementia that that we wouldn't even know about? Like is there anything that's kind of interesting?
6: Well, we from what I see you honestly live in like a movie clip that's how I can it's like you live in a movie clip that keeps going over and over and over again do you understand what I mean yeah it's like they're stuck in that movie clip over and over like it could be a five minute movie clip a minute movie clip or a day the next day is just relived all the same memories that they have wow. I don't know if that makes sense too, but yeah it's yeah
0: that's interesting. I hope mine is either Tommy Boy or um, I'm trying to think of uh, what's that other movie? Oh, The Patriot. I like that. But um, oh, that's awesome. Well, yeah, we just wanted to send you a nice gift just to do something fun with the kiddos. What do your kids like to do?
6: Well, oh, hey, God. what? Two of you are here right now. Tell them what you like to do. You know,
2: you know, you know what
6: you like.
0: Yeah, you know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
6: I want your package to come. Well, no, like we. What did I he mean, order? We're still on a pretty tight lockdown up here.
0: Oh, in, wow. In Canada,
6: so we really haven't been able to do a whole lot yeah. in, in the last while. So, like, recently we've just been doing lots of stuff at home, like art and.
0: Yeah. Um,
6: you know, even movie theaters aren't even open. Like, oh, that's can't, crazy. I know. We can't do much right
0: now. Um,. um Y'all should. Um, do y'all have any animals?
6: We do not have well, animals. Can I get one though. They want one, but we don't have one.
0: I think a bird would be good.
6: Mm. A bird. Hey, I was say I was saying that a while ago. Yep, I when knew. that when, when we were gonna get a fish and there was no fish and we saw birds? Yeah, yeah, they do want a bird.
0: Yeah, y'all need a good bird over there. If you
6: have a cat and a bird, that. Usually, the bird dies of the cat.
0: <laughs> well, that's a that's a good way to that's a very good way to state it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the food chain. That's the food chain. Well, um, well, look, I yeah, I don't know what you guys will be able to do, but hopefully, you'll be able to find something fun to do. And um, yeah, your sister just obviously thinks the world of you, and so we do too. So we just wanted to let you know we we're thinking of you.
6: That's amazing. Thank you so much.
0: You bet. And you guys come to America sometime. Have your kids been to America? <laughs>
6: yeah my my mom and dad live in texas so we did make uh a lot of trips pre-covid oh,
0: nice um i like canada though i like canada
6: yeah we're nice people up here
0: oh yeah canada is good a lot of people really apologizing all the time
6: Yep. it's really That's sweet we do <laughs>
0: it's a really sweet place uh well thank you for answering the phone ashley and i hope you that you have a great day over there
6: yeah thank you so much thank Our, you for calling
0: oh you bet uh uh <laughs> Tell your kids I said bye. Bye, kiddos. I will. Get that bird. Get that bird. (laughs) Oh, that's sweet, man. And it's really something sweet to think about a couple kids with a new bird, you know. I think there's something. It's almost like the Garden of Eden or something, you know, kind of like that. We had the young fellow that called in about the military, and he was looking for some suggestions. Let's take a couple of those and get some uh, suggestions for the young fellow.
4: Hey, Theo. My name is Patrick. I'm from uh, Southern Oregon. Uh, I'm calling in because that that kid that wanted to get out of the military and didn't know exactly what he wanted to do. Uh, I got out of the military, did the whole college thing, hated it, and then I went to uh, Northwest Lyman College. and uh, It's for those guys that work on all the power lines. Pays really well, but um, just, you know, keeping him in mind that Northwest, we don't have any homes to move into, so if uh, he's got a place already, he might want to just stay in until the housing market comes back down.
0: Okay, so you could get a camper and go up to Oregon and do the power lining, and that'd be interesting, man. You know, that's really, that's risque business, Daddy. You grill your freaking self up.
3: APO. this is AJ um best advice I can give them is if you haven't gone to school yet go and do it get paid to go get your degree and then do whatever the hell you want
0: there you go that's another great suggestion right there different uh, opinion here we go what's happening
3: my name is Trevor I did almost six years in the army I'm calling in to basically uh give a little input answer for uh, that cat that was asking uh, what should he do uh, or expect. You need to start job hunting immediately. Even though you're still in the service, you need to communicate with anybody that's specific to what you've done in the military, you know, so that way you can transfer that flawlessly over into the civilian world because it's a big
0: change, homie, (laughs) so. There you go. That's a great one.
2: Yes, sir, what's up? This is calling call in and I wanted to share some ideas but I figured most of the ideas would be like, use the GI Bill go back to school, go live here because they pay well with the living stipend Um, but what I want to share is that the one thing that I did not expect when I got out was how difficult it would be to, to reconnect with people and I wouldn't expect everyone to have as difficult of a time as I did but um, I thought I would have more people there for me and that's a sad thing to say but it, but it also has a silver lining it's just know that and know that people are busy and people are struggling a lot And so the people that you might have thought you could rely on upon getting out might not be there
0: well that's a good point man that like yeah sometimes things when you went in everybody might have been you know finishing school and having a good time and partying and now when you're out uh people's lives may have changed and um their accessibility uh to help and to be a daily part of your life might not be there uh here we go
4: hey Theo this is Tyler from out here in LA you know that Louisville Valeria son here in Kentucky
0: oh yeah and I went to a party over there one time and took a felon, he robbed everybody over there and jumped off of a rooftop. Here we go.
4: Anyway, I'm calling with some advice for the military dude that just got out after five long years. So my advice would be to sit down and do some serious lifestyle architecture, right? Like don't rush into a job immediately. Sit down, really figure out what kind of uh, life you would like to have where you'd like to live, mm. what kind of family situation and housing situation you want going on, all that shit first, and then pick a career that can enable that, that you, um, I guess, could tolerate pretty much. If you can find something you're passionate about, even better. But uh, the main thing here is picking a job first is ass backwards, and you should really pick a job that fits into your life, mm-hmm. and not the other way around. Amen. Um the good thing is you have five years of military experience, and employers really cream their pants over that. So you got that going for you,
0: gang. There you go. Some really nice plethora, or plethora of selections, surre- of man. And uh, and thank all you guys for your service and um, and for being a part of this podcast, man. I'm just, you know, I'm just shocked at how many people uh, are involved in this podcast in this group. We're all making it, man. You know, a shout out to my buddy with that degenerative spine disorder over there. And if uh dude, if you need me to hold you up from the back, man, I'll hold your little ass up, baby. Praise God, man. We're making it, man. Let's keep doing it. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. Uh tickets available for the tour at theovon.com dot com slash tour. Thank you for the suggestions. And uh and let's go out in that same direction, man. Um of Absorption, and that will be with Robert Randolph and the family band, Baptize Me. Robert Randolph, baby. You know he's one of the greatest pedal steel guitar players in the universe. Come on, Bobby.
5: Dirty water, red clay mud. I need redemption, save from the flood. Give
1: me everlasting, immortal love. I'm for the
6: waiting,
0: I'm lost the blood, now. I'm begging you, please. seen it coming looking at me that way now all my blues
1: seen brighter days i'm a son of a creature man a small path Come on, i never learned the devil's song what else can i say
0: That's that man right there, Robert Randolph and the Family Band. Baptize me, really fun video they have there on YouTube's, and you can absorb that. And and I've heard he's a real wonderful man too. I never met him, but I've heard a lot of nice things about that man. Um. Anyhow, you guys be good to yourselves. You deserve it, man. I'm gonna try and do the same, gang.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club